Hey guys, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful you're here. I just want to check in and just say hello. I just wanted to remind you, if you need prayer or you just want to get something off your chest, you can always email me at hello at dannysumner.com. It's September 1st here and I'm super stoked. I'm really excited about the fall. I'm really excited to have a routine and a rhythm. And I don't know about you, but you know, having two teenagers, I don't know if you have teenagers or not, but it's, man, it triggered my ADD this summer. Holy moly. I think I was just trying to do too much as a mom and as a wife and with business and, and all of that. And so, but I'm super stoked because I feel very excited about this next season. I'm really excited about this season with the podcast. Uh, several weeks ago, I mentioned on the podcast that I was opening up a group coaching course that was actually going to start pretty soon here. I have decided to bench that. And those of you that emailed me about it, I know I emailed you and I went back and forth with a couple of you. So I'm super grateful for your grace in that. But I decided for a whole host of reasons, I needed to put a pin in that. Like number one, life is really busy right now. <laughs> I've got two teenage kids in sports, school's back, life is busy. It's one of the busiest seasons for my husband's business. And I want to be more present to be helpful with him and and all of that. And just when I do the group coaching, I really want to be present for that. And I just didn't feel like I could give it my all. So we put a pin in that. But what I decided to do through some great counsel, which I'm super grateful, is I decided to journey with all of you, <laughs> everybody who listens to the podcast. We're going to go through this fall in the next 10 or 12 episodes. It may take a bit longer, just depends on a few things, but my goal is five or six weeks. We're going to plow through this. We're really going to dive into how do you feel better when circumstances are really hard? Like how do you tactically feel better? So there's a couple goals for the next several weeks that I just want to share with you before we dive into today's content, but I'm really excited, you guys. Okay. Number one, as we step into this, one of the goals is for us to be able to acknowledge and embrace and internalize that we are not alone. Another one of the huge goals is to actually empower you guys, right? To give you tools and tactics and to empower you by the power of the Holy Spirit, but also just tools to empower you in your day-to-day -day life. Because here's the deal, day-to-day, -day, moment by moment, minute by minute, hour by hour, that's when I need help, right? We're just going to walk through some simple tools and tactics to empower us. And again, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I don't have a magic wand. You don't have a magic wand. But by the grace of God, we're going to all learn how to live better within our skin, within our circumstances, no matter what the circumstances are, right? Because there is no teleporting out. <laughs> there is no magic wand that says, abracadabra, you're in a different set of circumstances. This is it. Like, this is life as it is. How do we live it with the most joy, the most hope, and the most peace? And how do we keep our sanity and our faith, honestly, because I know sometimes life, when life hits us hard, it triggers our belief in Jesus, our trust in Jesus, our trust from day to day. And I don't mean the big picture of salvation, maybe for some of us, but I think that these thoughts of hopelessness or helplessness, they tend to trickle in when life is really hard or when situations are really hard. And so you guys, we're going to really be leaning into internal healing and strength. You know, how do we believe that scripture where it says we won't lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, but our inner self is being renewed day by day. That's from Second Corinthians. But I love that scripture because it reminds us not to lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Maybe our outer self is like our circumstances or our experience or whatever's going on. But Yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. That gives us hope that no matter what is going on, what circumstances have us by the nape of the neck, 
that internally we can still find some peace and joy and hope and all of that. And so two things I wanted to ask for you before we jump into this as well. Will you pray for me? (laughs) I told you at the beginning, my ADD has been off the charts. They should actually call it ADDD, attention deficit disorder that causes depression, right? So I don't know about you, but you struggle with ADHD or ADD. Man, being so scattered at times, it really can cause just this like despair and depression. And I know that's all clinical psychology stuff too, but holy moly. So can you pray for me? Pray for me on this journey. And would you pray for protection around my family? And number two, would you pray and just ask the Lord if there's someone that you can journey with in this season through this series of podcast episodes? It's 10 to 12 episodes. Is there a friend that you can literally pause right now that the Lord just brought to mind that you can just send this episode to and be like, hey, would you be interested in journeying with me? These episodes are not going to be very long. We're going to give downloadable worksheets here and there, but hopefully it'll just inspire and encourage you no matter what you're walking through. And you know, one of my passions is community and not walking alone. So I just wanted to encourage you, if you can, if you feel led, reach out to somebody and say, hey, do you want to do this with me? If it's not their time and they don't feel led, don't feel rejection. It's not about you. Whether you're doing this alone or you're doing it with a friend, I just want you to know Jesus is with you and I am with you too. So if you need prayer support, please email me at hello at dannysumner.com. Also, two more things. Do you want to coach with me? You and me want to hang out on a Zoom call? Let's do this. I want to help you through. If you're really in a hard season or you're just dying for some spiritual growth, and you're dying to feel seen and to feel heard, and you need some structure or some strategy to grow spiritually and to embrace yourself and embrace all that God has for you, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. I have a few openings. You can email me. Secondly, if you want to do the spiritual growth stuff on your own, I love it. I'm all here for it. You know you're in a headspace where you can show up and do the work, that you're really ready to have that breakthrough in your spiritual growth, but you'd like some direction head to dannysumner.com forward slash spiritual intentions framework. The link will be in the show notes and you can check out my course. It's 12 foundational principles to spiritual growth when all else fails. Let's go. Welcome to a holy mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Okay, so today's episode, the title is Struggling in Your Faith, The Truth About God's Help in Hard Times. So I have a couple of thoughts I wanted to share with you. Number one, when you're going through a hard season, I just want to encourage you to acknowledge it. Acknowledge it to yourself. Acknowledge it to another human being. And by all means, please acknowledge it to God. Because here's the deal. Life, it can suck at times. (laughs) It can be really hard. We live in a broken world. Some circumstances are just horrible and awful. And I think when we acknowledge it, it empowers us. It gives us our power back. Now, if we acknowledge it 
and then we partner with self-pity and self-loathing and depression, that can get a little bit dangerous. So if you're one of those people that is an over-acknowledger, you acknowledge it, you cuddle up with it, you embrace it, you feel cursed, all of that. I just, I want to encourage you, acknowledge it, but then you need to also acknowledge that God is with you, that you're not alone, that other people have struggles too. It may not look like yours. Yours may be the worst struggles in the world at this moment for you. But I think it's really important that we acknowledge that other people have things going on in their lives as well, because it makes us feel less alone and it makes us feel less cursed if you struggle with that whole thing. It's just hard. And when situations or when life has you and is really controlling you, like we said, number one, acknowledge it. But number two, embrace that you're not being punished and that you're not the only one walking through hard times and that you're not alone. I think it's really important in these times that we memorize scripture, empowering scriptures that remind us that we're not alone, that he promises to never leave us nor forsake us. And, and we have to combat like that committee in our head that tells us, well, should life be this hard? Well, maybe it's your fault. Well, maybe it, if you didn't do X, Y, and Z, God would love you more and this wouldn't have happened. And all of those, that crazy train of misery that our brain loves to take us down. We have to be so intentional with taking our thoughts captive. And that's what I really believe that scripture in Romans talks about, about taking our thoughts captive and not allowing them to captivate us, right? Like we get to choose and steer. But let me tell you, you guys, taking our thoughts captive and making them obedient to Christ and what all that means and by his love and his grace and the truth of who we are and not partnering with lies, but partnering with the truth and, and all of that, you guys, it takes work. I believe it's one of the biggest projects of my life. I am constantly taking thoughts captive, pulling them out, evaluating them. Do they serve me? Are they accurate? Is there truth in this? Is there something I need to learn from this? Or do I just need to absolutely throw it away and not partner with it, right? It's, it's a work. It takes so much discipline and work. So I just wanted to have compassion for you and I want you to have compassion for yourselves. If your thought life if you're an overthinker, if you're hard on yourselves, all of that stuff, it's really just because it's hard. It's a really hard task. And so have compassion for yourselves. I am probably good half the time. I might be being generous with taking those thoughts captive, but I do realize when I am super intentional, those crazy negative thoughts are less and less. And that's the goal because I don't want to live by the tyranny of my thoughts. And I definitely don't want to live by the tyranny of circumstances. I do not control anyone in my outside world. <laughs> I barely control myself, okay? But let's be real. Circumstances are going to ebb and flow. Tragedy happens. Heartaches happens. People that we love and that we cherish make decisions that we wish they wouldn't. The reality is it affects us. But how do we not allow it to steamroll us and to take, take captive our lives? How do we be the captain of our ship, obviously partnered with Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit and all of that. But I just really want to acknowledge embracing that you're not alone and memorizing whatever scripture you need to continually self-talk. Yesterday, Gary and I were at lunch and we were talking about this episode and we were talking about the movie. Do you guys remember from the 80s, the movie What About Bob? If you don't, oh my gosh, you're welcome. You can watch it this week. It is one of the best movies ever ever, ever. Okay. And it's with Bill Murray. He's hilarious. He has a ton of mental disorders and 
but he's so sweet and so endearing. And I won't give away the ending, but I will tell you one part of it. In the very beginning of the episode, he's sitting in his bed, he's rubbing his temples, and he says, I am good, I am great, I am wonderful. I am good, I am great, I am wonderful. I am good, I am great, I am wonderful. And camera scans, and he's got all these meds he's on, and fans blowing, and and all of that. And then when he walks out his door, he locks all these locks on his door. And he's like basically crawling on the sidewalk to get out because he has such like social anxiety. And I love his tenacity. I love this movie for so many reasons. Oh my gosh, please watch the movie. And if you need a good laugh, because let's be real, when life is hard, we just need to laugh. We went with our kids several weeks ago to see Jim Gaffigan. He was uh, up in Paso Robles, which is about 45 minutes north from us. And it was so fun. We had the best night. We just laughed. He's just funny. So go Google a comedian. Like we need to laugh when life is hard. One of the other reasons why we want to acknowledge our struggles and why we want to embrace that we are not alone in our struggles is because I believe that turns the light on. And light brings healing and it brings revelation and it empowers us. As we acknowledge and as we step in and as we rest in embracing that we're not being punished and acknowledging hard circumstances, I believe that allows the Holy Spirit to do his work because the truth sets us free. Okay. And part of that truth is living in the truth of reality, right? And I love the concept of light. Light is just incredible. And one of the themes for my kids' school this year is salt and light, which I absolutely love. So I've been kind of studying what that means scripturally. But one of the things that I came across in a sermon that my pastor Ron, God rest his soul, he died several years ago, and I still miss that man. But he talked about how light reveals things, light heals us, and light empowers us. And it reminded me, so about once a quarter, Gary and I sneak away to Cambria and just a day or two just to rejuvenate, to reconnect, and to just shut off the world. And part of our routine over there, besides eating good food, because who doesn't love eating good food? (laughs) We do. We're foodies. So we build trips. We build life around food. I'm I'm not going to lie. So it might be an issue. Anyways, but God gave us food and he said to enjoy it. So there's this amazing place over there and there's a place called Viana and it's a massage place. They have saunas and and all of that. And when we go, I always get the sauna. Gary hates it. (laughs) I love it. So I sit in the sauna and they have this like blue light, all these different lights. I can't even remember what it's called. I should have done the research before, but in the sauna, there's a light therapy. And you guys, every time I leave, when I do the light therapy, I feel rejuvenated. I feel just so connected to Jesus. I feel so grounded. It's incredible. There's literally healing powers in different lights. And this is not woohoo. This is not like crazy town or anything like that. But if you have an injury and you go to physical therapy, there's even some light therapy. I had it done on my knee one time. And it was like this wand of red light. And I kid you not, I had more motion in my knee, which absolutely blew me away because I'm like, hey, can we can we do that over all my muscles? All I'm saying is scripture talks about how the light and the truth will set us free and how Jesus empowers us by light. And so acknowledging our struggles, I believe, brings it into the light, embracing that we're not alone and embracing that other people are struggling too, I believe brings it into the light. And if we're struggling with darkness, right? And I don't mean necessarily demonic darkness, although maybe, but if we're struggling with darkness and sadness and the heaviness of this world, you guys, we need light. (laughs) We need some light yokes. We need some light in our brains and our hearts and our bodies and, and all of that. And 
I believe Jesus is calling us more into the light and more to acknowledge things and to empower us and to help us live in reality. And part of living in reality is embracing that the hard things does not mean we're being cursed at all by any means. Okay. So that was one huge thing. And yesterday I was on the phone with Jim, my therapist, which by the way, the dude's amazing. And he's going to be on several of these episodes, which I'm really stoked. We're going to do a conversational style thing for a whole host of reasons, but I'm super stoked he said yes to that. But we were talking and one of the questions he asked me, he asked me two questions yesterday as we opened this whole thing up. And he said, Danny, why do you think struggles in life hinder us or affect us spiritually? So to answer that question, I wanted to say a couple of things. Number one, I believe when life is hard and we're affected spiritually, that we're not only affected spiritually, but we're affected physically, we're affected emotionally, we're affected physiologically, we're affected in all sorts of ways. When life is hard, for whatever reason, I feel like the devil has a foothold or whatever, but it affects us spiritually and it puts this block up between us and God. And so I think it is a tool of the devil, but I also think it's just our human nature. When we're struggling, we put walls up. We put walls up spiritually, emotionally, physically, all sorts of things. And you know it, right? If you have anxiety, you can feel it in your chest. You can feel it in your gut. And if you look at that kind of from a cognitive level, you could look like, gosh, I'm, I'm putting walls up. It's my defense mechanism to protect myself, right? Yes, it's triggered in our brains and it causes these physical reactions, but it could also just be, it could be viewed like we're putting walls up to protect ourselves. One of the things that we're going to really talk about is how life does not just affect us cognitively in our brains. Life does not just affect us physically, but life affects us spiritually too. And how do we protect our spiritual growth, our relationship with Jesus? Because the more we're blooming spiritually, I believe the easier life is physically, emotionally, mentally, and circumstances, right? Because I don't know about you, but when I am like honed in and flying high with Jesus, and I don't mean emotional highs, just like at a worship set where the music's so loud that causes all this emotion. But what I'm talking about is actual inner peace, like in my heart and mind and soul. That's what we are after, you guys. And that's what this little series that we're going through is going to hopefully help us all. But I just want to acknowledge, if your circumstances are affecting you spiritually or it's putting a wall up between you and Jesus, that's normal. It's really human of you. It's a very human response. And so I just want to acknowledge that. And I think it's really good that we acknowledge it. And I think it's really good for us to just pause and to ask ourselves, how am I spiritually? Do I feel close to Jesus? Is this circumstance pushing me from Jesus or drawing me towards Jesus? Because when I go through hard times, I'm telling you, my first reaction is I'm being cursed. I'm being punished. Oh my gosh. You know, Sally Joe got the healing. Why didn't I get the healing? Right? It's like this comparison thing and it, it inhibits me until I can take a deep breath. I can pause. I can acknowledge my struggle, embrace the truth, and then start downloading these scriptures into my DNA, right? Like not just know the scriptures in my head, but how do I actually internalize and walk free, walk in grace and in love and in truth and all of that. And you guys, that's what I'm after. Okay. And that's what I hope I'm going to help empower you through as well as you walk through circumstances. So we're not so controlled. So I would love for you guys just to pause for a moment and to think. Think of a situation or a circumstance in your life. And as I've been talking, maybe you're like, Danny, it's everything. Or maybe you're like, no, it's this one specific situation. Okay, put that situation on the altar and then just ask yourself, 
Am I feeling distant from Jesus because of this situation? And then begin to unpack that and ask him and say, Lord, draw close to me. Help me to know that you're near me and that you're with me. And acknowledge that he adores you and he loves you and he's not punishing you if you feel distant from him or if you put up walls and that sort of thing. The second question that Jim had asked me yesterday was, how do you experience peace and joy and hope when wrestling through circumstances? The only way I know how to do that is through spiritual practices. And I don't mean where you just have to fast all day or you have to pray all day or you have to just listen to worship music all day or anything. Those are all great. Those are amazing. They're super helpful, but they're not realistic for most of us who live very busy lives. But I will say in the same breath, we have to build in the spiritual practices that empower us, that equip us, that build us up, that help us to experience God's love and his grace and his mercy. We have to strengthen those practices within us. And only you know which ones really build you up and which ones really help you and empower you. And in today's show notes, I'll actually put a list of the 12 spiritual practices that I think are really, really important. And we dive into those in detail in the spiritual intentions framework. So if you do want some more help with any of those, and we have got episodes, you could go back and find episodes, I believe on all of them. I think I've done an episode on every spiritual practice that I practice. And you guys, this is stuff that I do daily. And I don't do all 12 of them daily. Some days I do. If I'm really struggling, I'm telling you, all I do are my spiritual practices. As I'm doing my life too, I'm trying to build these things in. And it's two minutes here, three minutes there, 30 seconds here, an hour here. Like it's whatever you can build in. Please don't feel like you need three hours in order to do these spiritual practices and to help us spiritually grow and to encounter God and, and all of that. I want to end with, if you're struggling, if you are in one of those seasons or you have a situation right now that is just controlling you, or maybe it's grief, maybe it's loss, maybe it's regret, maybe it's shame, maybe it's fear of the future. Who knows what your situation is? Maybe it's a person. Maybe your kids are off the rail. Maybe your marriage is struggling, or maybe life is just not what you thought it would be, or you thought you'd be farther along by now. I just want to acknowledge that you're not alone, that God is with you, and that we're going to walk through the next several weeks. And I want to give you permission to take care of yourself in the next several weeks as we do this. I give you permission to give yourself some time for some healing. You could literally just say, Jesus, I'm ready for some healing. I want some inner healing. Please help me and show me what that would look like in my life. And I want to encourage you to ask him, literally be like, Lord, is there anything I need to do to shut out in my life to put up a boundary so I can have some more time with you and even with myself? Because sometimes when we're alone, you guys, that's when those scary thoughts come up, right? That's why we're all addicted to our phones and Netflix. And, you know, we're all addicted to all of these things because we're avoiding this inner, <laughs> this inner turmoil that happens at times and totally normal. But if you're struggling, I just want to encourage you to set these several weeks aside and say, Lord, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to show up. Danny said she's going to show up with me. I'm going to show up. And also, you don't have to do it perfectly. There is no perfect way to walk through this stuff. And I want to let you know, too, I'm here to help you. I'm here to empower you. I'm here to pray for you. And God willing, I'm here to bless you and to help you encounter more love and grace, more understanding of who you are and whose you are and how this all works and how do we implement God's grace into our very being? How do we walk with confidence no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through? How do you believe that you have hope no matter what's going on in your life? All of that. 
I love you guys. I'm super stoked that you're here. I'm super stoked that you're with me. Let me say a prayer. And again, if you need prayer, always email hello at dannysumner.com. Link will be in the show notes. Link will also be in the show notes if you want to email about one-on-one coaching or if you want to uh, jump into the spiritual intentions framework. We'd love to have you. As always, I'm praying for you and please be praying for me and the podcast and protection for my family. I love you guys. Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for another day to breathe and to embrace your grace. Lord, I thank you actually that it's a choice because when we choose it, Father, there's more freedom that comes. And so, Lord, I don't know specifically what my friend is walking through. Holy Spirit, you do. And I ask you to fill them. I ask you to renew them. I ask you to empower them. I ask you, Lord, to help them sense you, sense your goodness, sense your grace, and sense that they're on a journey and that this is uh, about progress, not perfection, but that you're leading them somewhere, God, that you have not forsaken them, you've not forgotten them, and you have uh, life and joy and peace for them no matter what is going on circumstantially. And Lord, if it's your will, I pray that you'd heal whatever circumstances is binding them up. Lord, if it's your will, I pray that you would heal them physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, whatever ways, Lord, I pray that you'd heal whatever prodigal child is just hurting their soul right now, their spouse situation, their family situation, their broken church situation, whatever their situation is, Lord, if it's your will, God, would you heal it? But Lord, if that is not your will, Lord, would you heal them from the inside out? Would you remind them that you've made them special, that you have a purpose and a plan for their lives, God, and you have not forsaken them? or forgotten them. Bless them and fill them by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's precious name, amen. Love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.